Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with Delacbo. And we got a special episode today because we have another guest. Uh, we were on the Everything podcast. I think it was like a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, and you know, we 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 have Will, the gracious host, who's uh, who's accepted our invitation to be here as well. So, Will, welcome. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everyone uh, what it is you do. Thank you, thank you. So, my name is Will. I run a podcast as well. It's called the Everything Podcast. It's a free talk podcast where we just share lessons, stories. And opinions and just sort of rift and just talk shit and just have fun. <laughs> love it. Love yeah. it. I, it was actually a lot of fun. First of all, yeah, like, you know, at least like in an official capacity now, like being, you know, recorded. Thank you so much for having us. It was an absolute pleasure. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was like, it was, it was a lot longer than I expected to, but I honestly, like, it was a great conversation through and through. I remember looking yeah. outside and it was like dark by the time I wanted to go. Dude, I was looking at the, at the audio file and that shit said two hours and 43 minutes. And I was like, God damn, I had these guys in for that long. I was like, shit, I hope I didn't make them miss anything. <laughs> oh, yo, like, yeah, no, we kept on going. I remember yeah. like at some point, I think it was at, like 730. Like I looked at my phone. And I was like, whoa, we've been here. <laughs> but luckily, like, yeah, I kind of rounded off. But that that's always a great sign when it's like no one mm-hmm. notices like how long you've been there. Like we just kept on going. And like I feel I truly felt like during that conversation, you know, we're learning about each other and like, you know, learning things and like saying things. It was a great conversation. Thanks for having awesome. us, man. And yeah, seriously. And yeah. thank you, you and thank you to you guys for being on my like, ghetto little show. Like it was it was a pleasure to just get to know each and every one of you. I think all of you, you have vibrant energies and it was just a pleasure to embrace your energies in person. Yeah, I was gonna say hey, if you yeah. say your show is ghetto, what is this? <laughs> I, was, I was, yeah, literally, man. Like we walk in, like that thing just looked like it was professionally put together. Really? I'm like, wait, we only have one mic that plugs into a box. Everything else just plugs directly into our computer. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. But no um, facts, bro. They were like, they were uh, like, I remember us walking in, like there was like a whole crew and like you guys were like giving out waters and I was like, God damn, like, I, I don't know if I treat my guests that nice. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Ario comes over and he's like, yo, can I get a, can, can I get some water? I'm like, bitch, there's a fucking sink right there. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Go get it your damn self, Ario. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. Being courteous. No, but seriously, man, that that shit was prim. That shit was proper. I I remember, like, you guys had like a whole board with like topics and everything. So, Mm -hmm, man, mm -hmm. like, shout out to you guys. It was it was an honor to be on before you know it kind of takes off because you know Mm -hmm. we'll probably be a little bit more down on that wait list by that time. Ah, no, no, not at all. You guys are always welcome to come on the show. It's like I tell everybody, just don't be shy to send a DM. It's actually kind of really interesting because I've told a lot of guests that, and then Mm -hmm. they'll kind of message me after and they'll be like, oh, like, hey, like, I don't want to bother you so like but i kind of want to come on your podcast and i'm just like yo you're not bothering me at all if anything you're doing me the favor like come on yeah no <laughs> love it love mm-hmm. it love it mm-hmm. so no, we but- usually kind of start these things just by going over how our our week's been um okay. you know i think uh i think the three of us kind of 
we've been seeing each other a bit too frequently this past little while. So uh, maybe we don't have as many updates. But um, I know Luke had uh, something interesting he wanted to talk about. But you need to refresh my you need to refresh my memory there. Oh yeah. So I uh, okay. So like. <laughs> You know, like I, I'm sure Will's and his podcast and like most podcasts out there, they have like a very formal like process for, you know, like planning things down, scheduling. And, you know, we tried that for a little bit. But honestly, I think like we kind of realize at least between the three of us, it's better when topics are kind of uh, at least for us more organic and like in a way that we literally don't know what the other person's thinking until we come out to the podcast. So. You know, like, as you guys know, um, OnlyFans had this, like, little, like, oh, we're moving away from adult content. Mm -hmm. And then I think I think they took it back. I'm not 100% sure that's the case. But they, um, they, they did take it back, yeah. At least yeah, that was so, the last update I got. Mm -hmm. Ended up backtracking because I think what it was was when they announced that they're uh, going to move away from adult content, the stat was, like, I think 10 apps an hour were being made to try and, like, replace OnlyFans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I was I was just thinking because you know like I remember sometimes like I just be thinking about OnlyFans I'm like fuck like how can people like really be spending money on that and mm. shit like people listening to this I might start losing some followers that's whatever that's fine it's my opinion um, <laughs> I'm down to do it to support people but like you know like I wouldn't like spend like ridiculous amounts of money to get like custom like videos and shit like that maybe it's weird that I even know that fact but anyway mm -hmm. the, my topic today is. What are your thoughts on nudes in 2021? Like with OnlyFans, um, with like just everything that's kind of going on. And also like, I think we're a little bit older now. Like mm. what are your general thoughts on nudes? Maybe we can start broad and kind of like go and narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, and I'm happy to go first on this one. So nudes is actually very interesting because if you actually sit down and actually kind of think about the process of taking a nude, it sounds mad wild. It's super, super <laughs> wild to like be naked and take a picture of yourself and send it to some person that either you're getting to know or that you know, and now they have that picture of you. It's super, super <laughs> weird. And yeah. like, I'm not going to lie. Have I sent a nude a, a one or two? Yes, I've done that in the past, especially like with the girls that I've been seeing and whatnot. Like it, it's, it's happened, but I just felt weird just doing it in, in the first place. It's so... It's so strange for somebody to just ask a naked picture of yourself because it's just like, like just come over to my place. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm -hmm. why? Why do you need to? Why do you need the picture? But I, I've actually talked to other people about this too. It's like the it's like the thrill of having that picture like on your phone and knowing that you can like go back to it anytime uh, you want to. And I've actually even talked to some girls huh. about this too. They get off on the fact that there are guys getting off on their picture. Ah, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's a true. huge one. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that they they were like, oh, this is awesome that you like enjoy this. I just thought they were like, fuck, like maybe he'll stop, you know, if I just give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. Like uh, the the girls that I were talking to, like they asked for the picture, like the unsolicited dick pics oh, from really? what they've told me. They're just like, nah, they don't want any of that shit. But like for the guys mm -hmm. that they're interested in. And like they, they, they'll ask for it just to like get a sneak peek and all that. But look, again, I don't know about you guys. When I take a, like, I, I've taken a dick picture before. I felt so dumb because I'm trying to get the right angle, trying to make my shit <laughs> look bigger than it is. Angles. 
<laughs> yeah, it's all about the angles. Holy shit. Like, I remember my ex, like, she asked me for, like, a dick pic, and I was, like, in some, like, weird random angle just trying to take a proper picture of my shit, and it kind of looked like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and I was just like, man, fuck, we're all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, oh, dude, man, not the tower, buddy, come on. <laughs> and you know what, the, you know what's el- what else is, like, some fuck shit? Like, mm. first of all, like, when, when, when girls be taking nudes, I feel like, Number one, they like they don't always do this, but like they can ask their friends. Like I'm not gonna like yes. ask Aria, like yo Aria, what's the optimal angle? Like set up the tripod. <laughs> Let's get like a nice shot of like my fucking dick, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I also think about it's like man, I remember the first time I had to like take a nude. So like I think I took like a shirtless pic, and she was like, no, like and then like we were just sexting. And she was like, <laughs> She's yeah, like, like no, that she wanted it. like. And, and this is the other thing, you know, girls have more ammunition. Like she could take mm-hmm. a photo of her tits and then, you know, take a photo of her ass. And then it's like, mm-hmm. like I got like two things, you know, it's like a shirtless pic and then it's the dick pic. Like there's nothing else. Like yep. I'm not going to take a photo of my like fucking feet or some shit. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking and I'm like, how do I let her know? Like, cause like, I'm going to be honest, man. Like I like, I'm not like insanely blessed or anything. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's the age of stereotype. So now I'm like in my head and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. like, do I need to get like a like a 2B pencil for like reference? Like, no, maybe maybe what? an eraser is better. Like now I'm thinking about all this shit and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what was the pencil or eraser supposed to help do to the dick? <laughs> like, like, what, was, what was supposed to happen there? It was I'm supposed sorry, to make it look a little bigger. It was supposed well, to make it look a yeah. little bigger. I know what you're coming from. I, I know what you're coming from because I actually kind of thought of that myself too. I'm not even going to cap. <sighs> Um, okay, you guys need to enlighten myself and some of our <laughs> followers, please. What, how okay, well, does the eraser? No, we're going into this, Luke. There's no avoiding this. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does the, the, the eraser and the pencil like exactly? How does this like turn into like you know a catfish? Like like just break this down for it, me. It, it's easy because it's like think about it. Like why do girls take photos with their less attractive friends? <laughs> same shit where it's like a guy a guy's wow. building a dating profile so they pick a photo where they're next to someone who's shorter than them same shit right it's like oh, so you put like the eraser like next to your dick and then you take the picture to show like your dick is bigger oh, than the yeah, eraser like yeah thing. like it's what not like think? the it's not like the eraser's on a cabinet like in the back <laughs> or some shit you know like it's wow. like front and center you know? yeah you kind of show wow. her it's just like hey like this is like what you should be expecting you know what I mean you don't want to uh, oversell but you don't want to undersell either you kind of want to give her the impression of what you got think about it like you're just literally putting up a ruler next to it It just has no measurements Mm. Mm. more or less it's the tease yeah Yeah. you don't want to do the ruler right because then that's too direct it's like you you, it's like you want some mystique there (laughs) like to be honest the best is like a a semi-used like pencil because she doesn't really know the length of the pencil you know she's like oh i don't know if it's half used or like a quarter used or something anyway I'm going to be honest. This is not how I wanted this conversation. We've learned something as well. So like, it was, this was not totally, this is not no. totally in vain. I just want to say that I already love this podcast. We're already five minutes in and we're already talking about dicks. Like I, I already like this podcast. I already like where it's heading off to. I think you guys are on a good trajectory and where you're going. It's only up from here. Oh. I'll tell you that, Will. It's only up from here. <laughs> Oh, I, I hope that's not a dick joke. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. All right. All right. Wait, no. okay. So wait, the, here's where I kind of wanted to come from, right? Because it's like, 
I was mm. thinking about this because it's like I was more thinking about like what are the rules of sending nudes, right? Because I was thinking about how you know when uni first started, there was like Snapchat, and it's like now you know like I felt like when Snapchat first came out, like girls were way less shy about sending nudes. Like honestly, oh, yeah. some some girls I knew would fucking just post that shit all under story because it's like it's going away in twenty four hours, right? And um, so like there was that, and then I was also thinking about like let's say like you have like Tinder and someone sends you a nude. Are, is, are you a creep for keeping that on your phone? And versus like, you know, like, let's say your ex sends you a bunch of news and then now you guys bro- broke up. It's like, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. like really fucked up to revisit the watering hole or like? Okay. Yeah. I, my, my, right off the bat, I always say, and this is something that I live by, when you break up, delete the news. Agreed. When you break up, delete the news. It's just like, I think that's the courteous thing. You know, it's like, she sent you those because you were together. You know, she trusts you, but you're not together no more. So, you know, if you, if you, she were to give you those things, she probably wouldn't give them to you today. I don't know. That's the, I don't know if you guys think of this differently, but I mean, that's, that's right off the bat. That's what I would say. Yeah. I 100% mm-hmm. agree with you. Like, even like when I kind of reflect on my previous relationships, anytime, like anytime, like the nudes of that relationship, like I've always, I always get rid of them. Like if the relationship falls apart and it's, it's interesting. Cause it kind of makes me think about my old supervisor. Cause that he was a wild boy. Cause he would keep all his nudes from all of his exes and he would hide yep. it from the girl he was dating. And he would have it like behind mm. like a locked app, like to get access to those pictures. Like you have to enter into a code and it was wild. Mm. I was like, Whoa, you're a wild boy. And then I'm just like, how many, like, how many nudes do you have in there? He's just like, bro, I got hundreds. I was like, damn, you're a wild boy. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was, I was going to say specifically on that topic, I was literally out this past weekend. Okay. Mm. And like, I was out with some friends. There's a group of guys, like a large group. Right. And <laughs> shout out to men and shout out to my friends. <laughs> just put that there. <laughs> Like, when, when a story starts out with shout out to men, so I don't I don't know if we're getting any like political points. With this. Just some man shit right here. This some man shit. Yeah, just, just, just prefacing it that like you know this is just some stuff like only young men can come up with. So we're sitting down and we're all talking and like we're reminiscing on like university times and like you know our younger days. You know th- days when we're a lot wilder than we are now. And like two of the dudes on the table are like, you know, like, and obviously women come into the conversation and they're both like, oh, no, like, you know, oh, I was with her. And then the other dude was like, oh, really? Like, I was with her. And the next thing that came, like, I was with her too, but like, it wasn't like, you know, like any, like, it wasn't like, you know, like, it wasn't, no one was angry. Like, it was just kind of like, oh, like, we've both, you know, been with the same girl. Like, that's cool. And then one of the dudes is like, oh, like, I actually still have a nude from her. And like, and like, you know, pulls it up and shows the other dude. And the dude is like, no way. <laughs> she actually sent me the same. <laughs> 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 She's just cycling through her nudes. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Recycling the dudes. And both of them. And like, like I'm just, this is like a table of like, you know, like seven or eight boys. And like, we're just like there, like, listen. And like, it was just like a great laugh. And now like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. in terms of, Oh, you guys saying like, you know, you delete the girl's news and I'm like, huh? Like, I wonder, like, you know, like, so I guess like 
I, I don't know. Like, I haven't been in enough relationships to know, like, you know, what happens in terms of the nudes you sent to the past one uh, to the new one. So do you guys recycle nudes as well? Because it seems like some girls do at least. Like, no, no, not you guys. Or, like, how would you think that dynamic goes? Do you think a girl should, like, like, would you want fresh nudes? Like, I mean, what, I, I feel like if these guys, and keep in mind, they were both with this girl like a while back. Like we're reminiscing on like years back. So I'm, I'm guessing like both of them would have never known if that like it was like, you know, recycled. If like we didn't meet like, you know, like on some random shit. So like, what do you guys feel about that? <laughs> Man, honestly, wow. I'd be low key hurt. I'd be like, damn, I'm getting a recycled nude. Like you didn't even give me the effort of actually just like trying to do it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be low key pissed. I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so at least how I'd be feeling about it. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I've been I've been handed a recycled nude. Not like I like not like. Oh, I, listen, okay. it wasn't known Great. going into it. It mm. wasn't known going into it. But I booked it. I was like, this feels recycled. So I confronted her about it. <laughs> it was I was feels oh, you're like, it yeah, felt- you don't look like this no more. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is not new. This is, you don't look like this. You're just playing me. Don't do this. To me. Yikes. Yikes. Was it at least like a selfie or did someone else take it? It was a mirror selfie. It was a mirror okay. selfie. Because oh, like that would be, it would be, yo, it would be dirt if like mm. her mans took that. And then oh. she, and then like afterwards, she sent it to you. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Who knows what could have happened? That could have. She's probably sent that to her man's and sent it to me like twenty minutes later. Who knows? Oh my god! But it was yeah. I can attest. It, yeah, I'd be like, I agree with well. I'd be offended. I was, I was pissed off. I was like, hey, I deserve something unique. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> news, the work. news are like is the works of art at the end of the day mm, it's true. you know it's like well, you can't you know duplicate the Mona Lisa you know it's yeah. like mm. look at that mm-hmm. all yeah, the way to the go. Mona Lisa you know <laughs> I love that much agreed like, oh. hey, hey, just to touch upon Aria, it, you don't uh, want to say that though you, oh sorry well oh no go ahead please please I was just gonna. I was gonna say. <laughs> all right, you don't want to say that because the mod, the whole meme about the Mona Lisa is it looks great in photos, and you see it in person, and it's Ooh. very underwhelming. Oh, like that's God. the whole thing about the Mona Lisa. I, no? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known. I. I definitely did not hit her back after that nude. I promise. Sure. You. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna chime in with is like I just to touch upon that last point. Like I, I kind of do agree. Like nudes are really more for women like it's not like mm. with as guys there's only so much you can take a picture of like it's there's not much we got it we can work with like if you really think about it with when it comes to a woman's body there's a lot of things that can be kind of sexy about a woman's body like you know you can get like mm-hmm. a little bit of side boob action you know and i think now like i don't even know how to explain it. like you know how like a lot of these instagram models are now wearing like these high-waisted uh like bikinis and like, there's mm. that little part of fat that's just right before, like right before uh, mm. the thigh. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Bro, yeah, how is that you shit do. sexy too? Like, it doesn't even make any sense to me. <laughs> but I'm just like, that's fucking yeah, fire it too. It is though. Yeah, but then when you look at a guy, it's just like, uh, when we look at a natural body, we just have this one thing that's just protruding out of our torso and that's it. Like, we don't really yeah, got much else. It. Yeah. That's it. And as guys, I think it's hard for us to like, imagine that being beautiful. You know, it's like how we have no inspiration in our own artwork. This is like we take it purely out of necessity. We don't take it because it looks good. Man. Oh, bro. I remember one time I, I I hooked up with a girl and she told me that I had a pretty dick. And I was so confused about the compliment. Wow. Like it didn't even make any sense to me. I was just like, 
how? Like what? Like why? Like why? Like what is? What makes it? Like obviously, I, I, these are things that I was thinking in my head. Like I didn't actually say it because I was Say just it out loud. Yeah, I was just so confused. Like, <laughs> like oh, how? Yeah. What makes a pretty dick? Like it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm confused Some, like, even taking that action in. Going on. <laughs> Did not it's make any it's sense. Cause, it's because no one ever told you you have a pretty dick, D. You know, no, I was, I was getting there, but Arya's like, no, rip the bandaid off. Okay. Yes. Yes. No one has told me I have a pretty dick and now I feel the type of way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, D, just okay. because go for it. <laughs> like, just because they haven't said it doesn't mean like they mean the reciprocal, you know, like they, they, they don't think you have an ugly dick just because they haven't said you have a pretty dick, you know? Well, well, they don't, they didn't, they didn't mean I have a pretty dick either. So, you know, we never know. <laughs> This is Luke's way of telling you it's okay, dude. You have a pretty dick. You have a pretty dick. <laughs> okay. Wait, I, I, I do not mean that. I was gonna say I don't know if it's from Luke that I want to hear that. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I... <laughs> ah, man, I love this podcast. <laughs> I know, yo. Wait, but I was gonna say, you know, I don't actually on the recycle nudes. Do I recycle nudes? Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I did for a little bit because, like, the boys will know. I had, like, this, like, little, like, photo shoot because I wanted to, like, get really mm. proper nudes type shit. So <laughs> I, I actually had a for? photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do, what do you mean? Of course that was right. what that was for. I don't right, know. Hold you up, come hold up, hold up, hold up, hold like you. <laughs> Let, let's rewind here. So you actually <laughs> hired a photographer to take your nudes? Is that what you're telling me right now? No, I, I bribed her with. So what happened was like last like year, October, I was hooking up with this girl and okay. it ended up working out. And, you know, I was in my feels a little bit and I was like, fuck, like I need to get back on dating apps. By the way, this plan didn't come to fruition or anything like the dating app shit didn't go anywhere. Just 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 in hindsight. Right. But like, so I was like, fuck, like and I'm looking through my phone and I'm like, man, like I don't really have good photos like that. And I was like, also, I don't have a good shirtless pic. And man, okay, like this was a dark time. I can't even lie. Cause I remember what I did was I messaged like some of the friends I went on exchange with that were like, that were more experienced women. And mm. I was like, when you guys like swipe right on guys, like to hook up with them, like, what is it that you're looking for? And they're like, to be honest, like, I'll, like they always, they almost always have a shirtless pic. I'm like, fuck, okay. And then like, I'm like, thinking about like my my bathroom and i'm like the lighting isn't great so anyway i got this girl to like take some like shirtless pics of me so like i i i you recycle those a little bit you know um yes he had a professional photographer to take his news yes will (laughs) yes he did yes okay and this happened in my in my ottawa apartment (laughs) as well i I did not know this is what was going on which is why i'm surprised right now like we were uh, all there. We were all there. Yeah, like Luke, <laughs> Luke just came in and was like, "Oh, like with the most serious face ever, too." And like, like I don't know if you know Luke. Luke is always like smiling. He's only serious when like there's work to be done. You know I was what I nervous. mean? And huh? You were nervous? Okay, I didn't yeah, know. Luke. Okay, on. Luke comes most serious face. He's like, "Yo, I need like a white background. I need a white background." I'm having like a photographer come in and like we need. I need somewhere with like good lighting. Do you have somewhere with good lighting? I'm like. Yeah, sure. Why not? Like, yeah, like you could you could even use my room. Literally, you could even wow. use my room. Like, look at look at all the regret right now. And like, like oh. I didn't know what was going on. And I usually have a rule: like, if you don't want to know, like, if it doesn't disturb you, don't ask. Just you know, let whatever is gonna occur occur. Like, if something fucks up, then you ask, right? So like, uh-huh. I just you knew this is Luke. He's a creative. Like, he does all sorts of campaigns. Like, I don't know. 
you know, I'm like, let him go. And if I remember, like you had a robe or something too. You you were trying to wear a robe, some some shit like. Oh yeah, going. there was there was there was there was, all, uh, there was outfit changes for sure. Was, so like I I fully thought this was a photo shoot. I didn't think like this was like you know this man was fucking trying to get some nudes for, for dating apps. I did not know what wow. <laughs> was going on. And the photographer wow. had a crush on you too, which is kind of you know now that I think about this. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> That's anyway, what I'm saying, I, like, I didn't. Hey. This kind of sounds like it could be like the opening to like a porn. You know what I'm talking about? Like it, <laughs> it sounds like that's what this could kind of lead into. <laughs> oh, okay. man. I, I must say, I must say, I must say, I was a little offended you didn't ask me to do this photo shoot for you. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know, I'm a photographer, and you know, I could have, I could have, I could have done you up nicely, but you know, I was an afterthought. It's all good. It's all good. All right, yeah. do you want to take shirtless photos of me? No, you have recycled ones now. What do you need me for? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got to respect it. Aria's a real one for that. The fact that he actually he actually would have done that for you, that's a real one. That's, the, that's what the I'm question saying. here Aria, is, no. do you have to Photoshop it after? <laughs> she she like did everything, to be honest. Whoa. Like there was, there, it was like this whole like, like she had like different like colored lights and like Whoa. she was like, all right, for like this one, I want you to be like more sensitive, like, you know, look sad. And I was like, all right, you know, you know, had a couple glasses of wine. So, you know, I was, I was feeling it and like, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. Yo, what's that, what's that statue? Like it's somewhere in Rome where the guy is just fucking thinking and he's just naked. <laughs> oh, the, the, the thinker or whatever. The guy's called the thinker, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, fucking. Luke, a legend, absolutely. Okay, this, honestly, oh th this God. drastically fire backfired. But all I will say was, I used to recycle those nudes. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore because I, I did. I was very, very lucky to date this one girl. I would say like my only, probably like one very serious relationship, and she was very like, she was very communicative. So like, she made me feel very comfortable. And I remember like, you know, like when we would be sexting, like she would just tell me what she wanted. And like, that just really made me feel comfortable. So I honestly, like, I feel like even by myself, you know, I, I can hang, you know, like I, I could take some good spur of the moment shit. Like I know mm. a couple of angles, you know, mm. Mm. <laughs> you learned, you learned from that little nice communication exchange. Eh? You knew what they it like. Is, it is. And you know what? I'm going to close off this topic by trying to say something positive so I don't seem like a complete piece of shit. Communication is key in a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially in the exchange of news as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and shout out OnlyFans for letting the girls know that we care and that we're willing to pay as well. So thank you guys for keeping but, okay. me going. You know, that's the other thing too, right? Because I don't get OnlyFans because it's like... Okay. The reason I like nudes is is because I'm talking to someone or like I I'm already involved with them, you know? Like I was telling Arya this, I would never in my life want a nude from someone that I had no chance with. I would mm. I would you know, I would add to that as well and I would say I think one of the biggest draws in getting nudes or just one of the like the best things about it is the fact that you have something that no one else has. You know, that's a huge part of it. That's why I think it's mm -hmm. so valuable. It's like no one else has. It. It's like a picture just for me. That's why we were all getting upset, you know, for recycle news. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's for me. So like, I feel like, you know, OnlyFans kind of takes that away a little bit. I don't know uh, let me, let me step I, on your point a little bit. Let me step on it. Like 
So, so like we're guys, so we all have like our IG girls that we wake up in the morning and like, we just go on the gram and we're like, yo, I just need to see your face. So I know I should continue today. Okay. Like you know, <laughs> I look at your face and I'm like, all right, fuck yes. Now I can live. <laughs> okay. We, we, all have, we all have those girls. I like to call them my muses. You know, not to make it creepy and shit. Like, you know, they're just they're just a muse for me. I see them and I get inspired. So we all have those. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I off here, guys? No. Yeah. Okay. I can I can think of a few models here and there. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, you know. So so I imagine, you know, just like that, like I'm not rich enough yet, but imagine mm. if some of these models were like, yo, okay, I know like without me, you'd kill yourself tomorrow. So why not? <laughs> Let me give you some content. <laughs> I don't. See, I, I'm charged up for like a week I, without Instagram. I think it's very wholesome. This is where you're trying to come from, but I don't think that is any girl on OnlyFans' intention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what do you think? What do you think their intention is? Wait, oh, you're man. you're seriously telling me you believe OnlyFans girls are like, oh. I don't want to take naked photos of myself and earn millions of dollars, but I do it because John Smith, who lives in fucking Wisconsin, is going to end it. <laughs> like, unless I, mean, I send him this toe pick or some shit. Okay, I'll tell you this. Maybe not 100%, but I'm hoping at least 0.5. Like, okay, like I'm hoping the Instagram girls that I stare at think about me. Okay, guys? Like, that, that was where that was coming from. <laughs> but, but like, on a more serious no, like I would say, I would say, like the the catch there would be like you know, there's a lot of dudes that do this for free on Instagram, and you know, it's veiled and like you know, it's the bikini. Sh- it's like imagine a girl on Instagram without a bikini photo. It's like I don't want to look at your profile anymore. You know, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not too often, but I imagine it's like yes, <laughs> it's like what are we doing here? So I like you know, I I think the next evolution of that is like OnlyFans, where it's like yo, like I'll pay five bucks just for. You know, and like there's like personalized ones, like you said, like, you know, ooh, I was saying I hope they're thinking about me. Now she can say my name. Like, mm. what? Like, of course. Like, I'll actually say this. I have a story, like a tangent, but I'll, I'll try and make it relate. So I'm on a ride here from Ottawa to Toronto one time, and I believe I've told you boys this story. Yeah, and like I was in, you know, it's a ride chair, so it's a bunch of random people. And there's this girl from Montreal. She was in the ride chair, pretty as well. And like, she was, she was super cool. Like it was a cool vibe there. And like, we're all just talking and she's telling us about how, yeah, like, you know, she, she'll sell her panties for like $70 to some dudes in Montreal. And like, yeah, it was like, you know, sell my panties. I'll sell like, you know, sell my socks. Like, you know, I might even like, you know, kiss, like I might kiss my panties and like sell them. And then like, I was asking questions and I was like, are these your actual panties? And she's like, no. So I'll tell them to send me money to go buy them and then apparently these dudes usually like specify like oh i want you wearing this for like 24 hours or i want you to wear this for the next three days you know like you know like all these kind of things and then like she do that and like and then i was asking about the safety and she was like yeah the 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 exchanges are usually like in front of a police station 
So, you know, like in case anything happens, like she'll tell the dude. Oh, you're like, telling me she has to go meet these guys in person. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she would shoot. Yeah, but she said it was in front of like a little police station out there in Montreal. And like she would shoot. Uh, they would shoot like, yeah, meet me at this bus stop. And then they'd go there and she's like, yeah, I'm right in front of the police station. And then they'd come and like it'd be in a nice little bag, you know, those little like gift bags. And like <laughs> she'd hand it over. So like, you know, like personalized, like I imagine like OnlyFans is, you know, just the uh, online version of that so there are people doing this in real life so mm-hmm. you know i think there's a market for them oh bro if i was a girl i if i was an attractive girl bro i would be out here on OnlyFans. i'd have <laughs> my asshole would be plastered on that webcam i am oh not even God. capping bro i'd be not all plastered. in Bro, are you telling me I all I need to do is take a picture of myself and then I have money for the day? Come on, you know how that sounds so great. We all have to fucking slave from like nine to five. All I have to do is just fucking take a picture and just fucking that's it. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and no. then it's so interesting because like, ah, look, I'm not saying that there is like there isn't male privilege and all that. But when we hear about OnlyFans and how much like sex runs the world, I'm just like, bruh, like, come on. Like it's, an, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Cause touch really on like, it. Touch on it. like there's but so see, like, I, like, just let me talk about this one story. Like, I remember I was listening to this podcast. Have you guys ever heard of uh, the fighter and the kid? Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Shrub. <laughs> yeah. So the producer, her name is Kat Lee. Bruh, she made $150,000 in one year just off of feet pics for OnlyFans. That is wild. Wow, that's all she does. $150,000. And I'm just there just like, bruh, I've never even seen 150 k I have no idea what that even looks like. Do they tax Man. OnlyFans like they tax the rest of us? <laughs> like nine to five? Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, I real no questions clue. here. No, if anyone in the audience has the answers, please hit me up or hit the group up. <laughs> just, dude, just it's, it's, dude, I'm just saying, man, like you can get up there, but mm-hmm. it's it, okay, man. This, oh, actually, you know what? Step Never mind. On. I'm not even going to no. say it. No, 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 I was going to say, I think my issue is like getting just the pics because it's like mm. i can understand if you're like in like an insane freak and paying like 70 dollars <laughs> for a pair of worn pant- panties you know what i mean because it's like there's some substance to that right because it's like okay. guys be paying like 150 for a custom like five second video and it's mm. like she's probably recycling that video and sending it to a bunch of guys you know what mm. i mean and it's mm-hmm. like Meanwhile, like this girl's like, first of all, you're meeting her and you know, like she's giving you a physical product. Like from a ma- like I'm thinking like when you're telling me that story, I'm like, yo, she should hire me as her manager. Like I could probably fucking four times her income real quick. Like $70? You're fucking underselling yourself. Let's let's go up, yo. $350. Let's do it. Like huh? and if you want to meet me in person, $450. Come on. Like, I'm gonna fucking mail that shit to you, vacuum vacuum sealed otherwise. Like, listen. Wow. Send me this girl's Insta, bro. I'm I'm a reach out for a manager. Trying out his pimp skills, like, okay? If I guess. going back, you know, like just a photo that makes no sense to me because it's like you're never gonna see this person in your life. Mm. It's just a photo of her, and you could probably find like leaks of this person. And it's like most of these people think it's like something like I think like they convince themselves it's something special, right? It's like for example, I think Belle Delphine is like the perfect example of like the OnlyFans model girl, like. 
this girl be selling bath water for $30. She be selling, she, oh. I just searched this up. She has this thing called gamer girl condoms. It's one condom. It's literally a fucking like Durex condom. And she sells it for $10 a pop, $10 USD a pop. Oh my God. And, what's and they, and they sold out the second, it? the night it came out. Wild. Is her face on it or something? Like what's special about the condom? It's, it's literally a pink condom. Huh. That's crazy. <laughs> Man, like I remember like it, I, I had a co-worker. She was getting $10 a day from some random dude on Twitter. And all she had to do was just make fun of his dick. Because he had a micro penis. And that was it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Bro, oh, I, I remember, <laughs> too, okay. Terry was right. telling me there are like these all girls right. from like Queens that they don't even sell anything. And guys just send the money. Like they don't sell pictures of their body. Mm -hmm. They don't like talk to them. They just like put a wish list out on Instagram. And these like Indian guys would just buy them like a laptop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's stop here. Let's stop here. Let's, let's, let's just pause. Because <laughs> everything I'm getting so far, there's nothing wrong with the woman. If anything, they're fucking geniuses. They're business yeah, men, women. Men are the problem. Branding men experts. 100% the problem. What the fuck okay. is wrong with us dudes? Like what is going on here? Like, is this, like I mean, I guess like, like me talking about, you know, possibly dying if I didn't see this girl on Instagram might, you know, like, but like still like, that's like, what, what is wrong? With what was, what was the deal with that? There was that one thing you guys were talking about like months and months ago, I think I didn't really like look into it too much, but it was like, I was kind of shocked, but like FinDom. You know, like financial domination. Oh, yeah, financial domination. Uh -huh. It's like when a girl literally is like, bitch, you make 150K a year, you're only allowed to spend $1,500 this month. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Will's mouth is open, guys. But yeah. Like <laughs> Dude, wow. this is a real thing. Like, guys, it's, and it's especially guys who make a shit ton of money. Like, they'll tell a girl and be like, Hey, I want you to just dominate me financially. Like, I want to barely be able to scrape by. And she'll be like, hey, like Yo. today you're allowed to eat two pieces of bread. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I need a me. woman to financially dominate me. <laughs> like, like, where are you, lady? No. He's like, like, I am waiting for you. Like, like your print so awaits. <laughs> it's so I, I will wild. financially dominate you. How much you make it a month? Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever you're not allowed to spend, you got to directly transfer that to me right now, immediately. There's your domination. I, I definitely know I'm not making enough to be financially dominated for a fact. <laughs> I am not making any type of money. But it's so interesting yeah. when you just think about these types of guys, right? Like, like when we actually kind of think about like, it, it's got to be like some lonely dudes that just aren't getting any play and they're just like, fuck, I guess like this is what it is. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, it is really, it's really disheartening when you kind of think about that. Cause obviously these guys are just in a dark place and realistically they're getting yeah. played and you know, it is what it is. Maybe some of them like it, maybe some of them don't, but man, it's messed up. It's messed yeah. up. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, it's right now it's like all of this shit is like becoming really apparent online. Like, yeah. right. Like all this information is out there. We see it happen. Right. It's on, it's on fucking only fans. Hell, you'll even see some dumb videos on like TikTok. you know, about just some like weird shit that guys will do like in the name of girls or like the way that, you know, 
all of this is just playing out. And I was just thinking there's a lot of like, there's a lot of young people watching that, you know? And it's like, how does, how do you think this shapes their view on like, you know, relationships with women and like growing up, you know, watching all of this all the time? I don't like, what do you like, what are your thoughts on this? They're definitely going to develop an unhealthy uh, like relationship where, you know, they, in all honesty, they're definitely just also going to get taken advantage of as well. Cause again, like if you're young and you're looking at all this content and as you get older, you're going to sort of like, um, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You're going to sort of like, uh, intrinsically take it in. Like it's going to like sort of get into your mind like that. This is like mm-hmm. what a normal relationship is like, which in all actuality it's not right. And it's, that's probably what my thoughts, uh, thoughts are. It's just, it's just crazy to see. And if you're constantly looking at that type of content, it's going to kind of manifest in your real life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I agree. And like, in terms of like, it's like, I'm like, I'm, I want to say excited, but excited might not be the right word, but like just completely interested in how like the generation, like, you know, like younger than us, like is going to be because, you know, like I feel like a lot of the status quo when we were growing up has been kind of like shattered in terms of like Mm -hmm. sexual norms. Uh, not only that, even communication, like with, with like the way, the way we view girls, like, you know, girls, yeah. like you not knowing what a real girl looks like, like catfishes, like, even though like, it's no longer like a thing now, like no one really talks about them. They're like, it's because like now it's normal. You know what I mean? Like you don't expect people to look the way they look in pictures, right? That's the only reason why we don't talk about it anymore, right? It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I was, I was already new. So it's like, I, it's going to be super interesting. Like, I don't know. It's kind of already happened. <laughs> oh, like, bruh. Have you fucking heard about polyamory? Some of the most wild shit I've ever heard of in my entire life. Like being non-monogamous is like the thing. When I was in Ottawa, <laughs> I thought it was, yep. I thought that was some white people was, shit. I actually thought that was just like huge what white in people yeah, it's massive. And it was only white people. But then I actually came across some colored folk that were actually into it as well. And I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. This yeah, is crazy. I, I, yo, it's, and you know what? Like, I'm not going to expose our the friend because like, actually we all know them. And, yeah. but like, I actually do know someone that like their, their, their girl tried to like convince them. And I was like talking to them about this and I'm like, how do you feel about that? And he was like, man, like, I just really like this girl. So like, I want to be able to do it for her. And I'm like, you definitely should break up with her then because (laughs) like the whole, no, but seriously, right. Like whole idea of polyamory is like, it's a mutually, it's a mutual decision. It's like, it's about like, you know, exploring things. And I think like, I I did read this book like um, a couple months ago, it's called all modern romance. They actually did talk about polyamory on there. Yeah. Like, I think the statistics behind it is that it doesn't necessarily work, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, for some people, honestly it does. And it's like, we can't really discount that. Right. But it's like, if you're Mm -hmm. doing it because you really love someone and you just don't want to lose them because it's either polyamory or nothing, you should probably pick nothing. Like, cause it's, it's not going to, to be well for you yeah and yeah. maybe you can correct maybe you can correct me like i don't know if you guys know anybody that's polyamorous but like genuinely like i thought that like this was some white people shit because i've only ever encountered like <laughs> white people that were entering into this these types of relationships like don't get me wrong like i'm cool with like non-monogamous relationships like i've had a couple of friends with benefit relationships like you know as long as we understand the borders and we understand the and understand the lines cool no problems but now like we're like if i'm actually in a relationship relationship like i want that person to be like with me like monogamous mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't know like do you guys know anybody else aside from luke like Arya and delapo like do you guys know anybody that's polyamory polyamorous i 
No, I don't. I don't know anyone that's polyamorous. Uh, I'd mm. love to know someone, you know, like mm. I always have a bunch of questions, you know, just, just, just digging, just trying to find out like, you know, like, how's it mm. going? Like, uh, but nah, don't know anyone like, and it is like, I mean, I'm, I'm like perpetually single. I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say, I'm, I'm, no, no, by choice. And then, yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't say, say I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> just, to let you, just to let everyone know it's by choice you know, it is. You, know you, you know i say it and then they're like oh my gosh you sad and like you know but like i'm not but like in that sense like i'm not polyamorous but like yeah. the thing is with these girls i don't want any commitment right so i'm guessing like with the polyamory it's you just want commitment with like a bunch of people and I'm just like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, it's interesting. Like I said, lots of questions. If you're polyamorous and you're in the audience, you fuck with the three wise guys, you know, just shoot us a message on IG. Like, you know, I'll get your contact from there and like, we can talk. Like, not like I'm trying to convince you or anything. If anything, you should try to convince me. Cause you know, I guess I'm not too far <laughs> off. I'm just like one step away. <laughs> we, we'd love to have you on for an episode. We'd love you to know, have you, you know, on for an episode. I, I don't want to like dwell on this like whole relationship shit like forever. Cause like, I know you, you two also had things you wanted to talk about, but mm-hmm. I think Will earlier was t- asking like, how do you think this affects the current generation? And one thing I was thinking about is, you know, like, like a lot of these, like open sexuality is like a very Westernized thing. Like, I think first of all, we should address mm-hmm. that. Right. Cause yeah. all of us are like, like our traditionally we're not from like Canada and I know some of us were born here, but it's like our families, like the roots aren't from Canada. Right. And it's like, I always think about, you know, how like now with the internet and all these things, right. Cause like, let's be real. Like if like I'm from China, you know, and it's like you saying you're bi in China, they're like, the fuck did you just say to me? Like, they're like, dude, go fucking work like 12 hours. What, what the fuck are you talking about right now? We don't have time to be bi. Like go fucking like go pour concrete, bro. Like what the fuck are you talking about right now? And you know, it's interesting. Cause I really do wonder, you know, how things will shape out. Cause it's like, obviously, you know, like there's internet censorship in certain countries like China and I'm sure in other countries as well, but I kind of wonder like how things will play out with, cause I think like work and I know like people will say the eighties and stuff, but I think like as a, as like a world, like a world society, we're like the most open sexually we've ever been in like humankind, you know, like there's so much information out there. There's so much material out there. Like even just normal movies, like there's always going to be some sort of romance and that no longer has to be just like the token guy and the heroine. You know what I mean? It's like, Sometimes it's a gay couple now. And it's like, that's just like out there now. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I do truly wonder like what your guys thoughts are on that. Right. Like, it's like, do you think like things will kind of move towards that? Do you think certain countries will still stay extremely traditional? Like what do you, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think, okay, I'll go. So yeah, I think with certain countries, they are going to be traditional. Cause like, look, let's keep it a book. If you're gay in the Caribbean, there's going to be some problems. There's definitely going to be some problems mm-hmm. because, man, like, mm-hmm. just let's just keep it a buck here. The Caribbean folk, they don't fuck with the gays. They don't like gay people. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's uh, so, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, I think some countries are just sort of stuck in their ways. And it's, I don't know if you should necessarily, like, you need to bring uh, that, how, how do I say it? Like, bring sort of like those Western views over to them. You're, do you mm-hmm. understand where I'm coming from? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's it's really sort of uh, bizarre. Like I kind of, I can try to draw this parallel to um, that story. Uh, do you remember um, that story of some sort of Christian missionary who went to some random island of just like some tribal folks and he got killed? Yeah. 
right? So he went to like the most dangerous like tribe or something that was like completely like the, like the like separator from the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if I was in that group, I'd be like, bro, don't go there. Like these these guys are not gonna, <laughs> they're not going to believe in what we're t- what we're trying to push. That's yep. not a good idea. So if I had a if I had a gay friend and he was just like, yo, like I'm going to go to the Caribbean and try to like spread like you know like. Uh, uh, this positivity and try to bring uh, try to bring some light onto gay people. I'd be like, bro, sit down. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> Not a good idea. So I think some countries are just going to be stuck in their ways, which which you know it is what it is because we shouldn't be pushing like our Western views on other countries, right? So that's yeah. just my thoughts. I, yeah, I, I okay, and I want to challenge that a little bit, Will, because sure. like I guess my from my point of view, Ray, it's like. I think that open sexuality is a good thing yeah. from my perspective. Oh yeah, and don't I get me wrong. I'm that, not saying that it's not, that it's a bad thing. Oh, don't get me no, wrong. That's I'm, not, I'm that's, not trying to get canceled. That's not the label I'm, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the label I'm trying to put, right? But yeah, it's yeah. like, I always think, cause it's like, I used to be like a Christian kid, you know? And it's like, oh, okay. I think about like missionaries and it's like, uh-huh. you know, missionaries going to these countries and it's like, obviously they're not like, like, you know, like in China, they're like the fuck, like don't talk to me about like religion and all this shit. But it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like, it is the efforts of like the missionaries that kind of like, you know, like in the past when I was like a kid going up in church, like, like churches in China would get like ransacked and like burned down and like people would get beat and be like, yo, like you can't do that. And before my generation, they would get killed. But then it's like now, like now that I'm like, you know, like 23, like mm. churches are actually fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like they pay taxes. People still don't accept like religion openly, but it's like, it is the efforts of those people, you know, that kind of turned it from what it used to be where it's like we're burning down the building we're making sure these people can't even make a living for their beliefs to like now where it's like okay i can do this and like i'm i'm not saying this in the sense of like yo like people you should go to like these like countries and push your agenda but it's like Mm -hmm. don't you think that that is what it kind of takes if we want quote unquote like a better overall like society Mm -hmm. and i think how i'd counter with that is at what cost Right, because if like mm. you know that they're going to be very violent to you, it's just like at at what mm. point is it worth it? Right, because again, mm-hmm. if we parallel back to that Christian missionary guy, I'm pretty sure he'd want to be alive, <laughs> but he ain't here, and there's a reason why. Right, so yeah. I, I'm st- I'm still I'm still hardened on my stance. I still believe that mm. there are just some places where trying to push those types of agendas, especially if your safety is at risk, it's not a good idea. Because again, I'm mm. just using the Caribbean as an example. Like it is well known that they will hurt you if you are like of the LGBTQ community. Mm. Yep. And, right? so. and I was going to touch in on, on at least, like, I can speak uh, to Nigeria mm. a little bit. Like uh, being being uh, homosexual in Nigeria is illegal. Like still, oh. like, uh, yeah, like 14 years in prison, something like that. If you're reported. Yeah, like wow. yeah, like it's still it's still like it's still like off the table. <laughs> so, but I will say because it's 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 very important to note. Excuse me, the internet is a thing. Okay, they banned Twitter in Nigeria recently, but Instagram is still there. I mean, but I think Twitter is going to make a comeback. They're just they're telling the Twitter guys like you know if you're going to play, you got to play by our rules, kind of thing, right? And and in that sense, which is great, I think. And and in that sense, like you know, like hey man, my opinion. 
right? And Instagram is there. So like people are exposed, like, like you talked about the movies, people are exposed to all of this. And don't get me wrong. Like I know Will spoke about the Caribbean. Like I'm sure there are gay people in the Caribbean. You know what I mean? Like, like, mm. you know, they just probably can't come up and don't get me wrong. Like they've lived that way for all their lives. I'm sure like to them, it's normalized. Like if they wanted to go do something like they would come to the US, whatever. I don't know. And in Nigeria, it's the same. Like there's there's tons of gay people. Okay. Uh they're usually like hidden. Like, you know, like your mm-hmm. your parents won't report you to the police. Like most people, like it's not too deep. Like I'm not gonna see a gay person and like run to the police station and and like we all know like you know, like calling the police and following a report is not as straightforward or as easy. It's not something like we just wanna do. So in that sense, like people don't just get caught. So I'll say this, like it's obviously like back in the day, like if you saw someone like, you know, gay, like it was, it was, you know, like, whoa, are you okay? We're going to take you to church. We're going to take you to a mosque. We're gonna- <laughs> now, one of the biggest celebrities in Nigeria is a transgender and whoa. like, yep, she's a transgender and she makes loads of money off of branding. Like the government, everyone, she's one of the largest celebrities in the country. The government knows whoa. her. And I mean, they're not going to arrest her. Like she's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like there's, 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 there's gay activists. Like, don't get me wrong. Like they're in the absolute minority and they can make their noise, but it's like, you know, like someone can still report you and you'll get in prison. And like, you know, you'll be there for 14 years and no one will bat an eyelid. But I will say like, like the, the law hasn't changed, but like Luke said, like, I guess like I'm in, I'm in between Luke and Will's point. Like it went mm-hmm. from burning churches to like, all right, man, like you just do your thing and like, no, like we still don't fuck with it. And if you go overboard, like we'll put you in prison, mm-hmm. but like, we kind of like, whatever, just do your thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the tolerance has gone up a little bit, but they're not accepting it. Like it's still illegal. It's like, don't try and like, you know, go out and do, and like, this is me saying, don't try and do that. I don't know what Nigerian government will consider like outlandish or, or crazy or something, but still like, you don't see anyone doing anything too crazy. Like, you don't see, no, there's no gay marches. Okay. (laughs) Like, I don't think Nigeria is there yet. I don't know if they'll be there anytime soon. I don't particularly like, I mean, shout out to all my friends. Like if any of them is gay and didn't tell me, like, I don't know if any of them are, I don't expect they would. But like, you know, like hopefully you're living like fine, but like, I don't know. I don't think the agenda needs to be pushed. You know, obviously I'm sure like people found their ways around it. Like, and you know, there's immigration as well. I'm sure like the U S or Canada has some stuff about seeking asylum. If you know, like, you know, you're like, I'm sure like oppressed, like, you know, for your sexual orientation, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't need to be pushed like to everywhere, but I, I would say at least in Nigeria, the tolerance level is a little bit higher. It's like, all right, man, we're not just going to like kill you or report you to like prison. It's like, we'll just, just do your thing and understand like it's still illegal and we still know and like, just don't go overboard with it kind of, I don't know, whatever overboard means, right? Mm. You know, it's interesting. And I think like what your point and what Will's point kind of like come to as well is um, every region and every community, you know, every population, you know, whatever it is that that's society, you know, with their norms and their values and the way that they conduct life, they all move at their own pace. 
you know, what we see is kind of like acceptable here, but unacceptable in other parts of the world. That could change. You know, it could not as well. Ultimately, like we don't live there, so we don't really have any say for how the people in that society live um, because, you know, they're going to come to their own resolution. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that if your society is still standing in 2021, you are competent people. You know, it's been too long for incompetent like societies to just. And that's the funny thing, you know, like a lot of people will look at it from different parts of the world, especially, you know, the younger you were talking about generations, younger generation from here. Um, and we'll be like, yeah, what the fuck is going on there? You know, like this, it should be like this. It should be like this. And, you know, young people and everyone, obviously, but, you know, young people have a lot of opinions on how mm. things go. And one way that we've seen massive change come, you know, within societies is through voting. You know, we've been able to just see that happen, you know, whether it be something at home, you know, like Canada went through like two referendums to divide a, a province out of the country and it was voted against it, you know, whether that just be elections in other parts of the world, whether that be, you know, movements to bring down, you know, um, uh, dictatorships, whatever it is, really, right? But like, ultimately, you know, the the whole point behind that is voting. And uh, I'm sure you guys know, and every one of our viewers know, um, today was election day um, in good old old Canada. Um, so I actually, this I guess this is kind of a transition, um, but you know, I was curious. You know, did you guys vote? Um, yeah, did you vote? Well, I'm not a Canadian, so no. Not you. <laughs> not you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, I did vote. I actually almost forgot too, because I was just like, I was remember, I was taking, I was like, just doing my regular day stuff. I was walking around. I'm just like, damn, I'm forgetting something. What the hell am I forgetting? And then I was, went to the gym, worked out, and I'm just like, it's still in the back of my mind. I was just like, damn, I'm really forgetting something. I don't know what the hell I'm forgetting. And I passed by a school, and it's had the had the voting polls there. I was like, oh shit, today's the election. And I had to fucking stand in line. The lines are mad long. I don't understand why yes, the hell they're so long. They're long. I, I went, I voted. Because every, everyone else forgot too. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so. So I was a part of that crowd. So I did my uh, civil obligation and I can, I'm, I'm open with like who I voted for. I voted for Big Jag. I'm team Big Jag, you know, the Turbinator. So I'm all for him. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Luke, did you, Luke, did you get your vote in? Yes, sir. I was... Um, yeah, you know, like, I feel like I'm one of those people that always think, like, if you're going to complain, you should at least do something. And mm -hmm. I know, like, D will probably say, like, oh, you know, like, just it, just one vote's, like, the least you could do. Like, you could do more, <laughs> like, like you know, like, build up your, like, influence and wealth and, like, uh, lobby and et cetera. But it's, like, you know, like, I, I think voting is important, you know, like... I think like maybe this is like, oh, like Luke is turning into old head, but it's like, I do truly believe, you know, it's like at least just making the time and effort to take like time out of your day to go and do that is genuinely at least you taking more of a stance. So yeah, mm -hmm. I voted. I, me and my dad, we like walked to her. I honestly like maybe shame on us like Asian people because where I'm from, this is where I was at. Like I did go out at all the time. I think I went at like 1030 or some shit, but there was no line. Like I went in immediately. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and the gym was empty. Oh my was, God. Jealous. I was in that line for at least an hour and a half. I was just like, damn, I really oh, fucked shit. up. Wow. I fucked That's up. Dedication. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's procrastinating. That's why Luke got in. We'll have to wait. I'm telling you, everyone has the same idea. Everyone has the same idea. I voted as well. Um, yeah. 
I voted my my general, yeah, civic obligation, civil duty. Um, I've always had mixed feelings about voting, you know, just because we generally, you know, see not much get better. Or at least, you know, throughout our lifetime, things have been pretty stagnant in regards to like, like international policy and, and so on. So I don't know, like this is from my person. So my family's Iranian, you know, and, you know, there's not really a great relationship between, you know, Canada and Iran. Um, and it's been like that for a long time to, through many different administrations and they've all used the same tactic. So like, that's just kind of like where my perspective is kind of, and I know that weighs more heavy on my parents, you know, and in, in what their voting is. Cause they're, you know, they're more heavily tied to, you know, that part of the world than, than I am. So that definitely drives their decision a lot, but, um, that's just kind of like where my perspective was, but, I, I don't know. My vote came kind of out of left field. I voted Green Party this year. Wow. Um, so <laughs> that was that was that was an interesting uh, time for me. To be honest, like, yeah, yeah, I voted Green Party in the last election too. Actually, um, I kind of I kind of like this uh, this this Anime wave that Paul? I'm on just because Anime Paul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I don't know. The I guess the main reason why, and I I don't know like. You shouldn't have to justify like why you voted for who you voted for. Voting is a very personal thing, which is another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about throughout this thing. I feel like a lot of folks are getting really up their ass about who other people vote for. And that's just really wrong. You know, it's like I get it. You know, you want to blow it up for your party, do your thing, you know, do, do what you need to do, you know, hold it down, rep. But, you know, at the end of the day, voting is a incredibly personal thing you know people have very highly private motivations for voting who they vote for that's why it's such a sensitive topic you know it's like is they're not voting because they disagree with you explicitly they might be voting because you know your platform has something that they really just can't support you know there's there's a lot of different factors uh-huh. that go into it, which is why i just don't like that you know one-sided discussion when it comes to that but um no yeah my, my whole thing with the green party is that i i generally like you know, environmental policies. I think they're important. I think it's a it's a very valuable thing to to have as an influence in our government. I know they won't win. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I know. I know they're not going to win. Uh, my approach is more. You know, if I could maybe, you know, be something that gives them an extra seat. You know, a little bit of a nudge, a little bit of a boost in the voice that they have, whether it be debates, then, you know, like I feel good about myself. You know, I feel like I'm supporting something that I agree with, Um, you know, whether their policies are feasible or whatnot. I don't that doesn't matter to me because I know they're not going to win. But at least, you know, the essence of what they stand for, I know that there'll be some influence. There'll be some voice representing that. So I think that's important. But, um, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm more in support of like. Um, kind of a more diverse government, you know, it's like not just like two parties, you know, like the three parties, cool, four parties, great. You know, you have a lot of different voices. I know it takes a lot longer to get shit done, but it is, it is just a good way to kind of see a few different sides of the table. But anyways, I've been speaking enough, but that was kind of like why my left part out of, out of left field decision came, uh, came into play. Yeah. And yeah, I have that, a, Oh, okay, I'll go. Yeah, I have a great deal of respect for uh, you know you being so transparent with like who you voted for because it's so bizarre to me at how 
tribal politics has been at least within the last couple of years like it's like people will literally like draw the line in the sand like depending on like what your politics are and i don't uh i never really understood that because even for myself like i i openly said like i voted ndp but like i have friends that are liberal i have friends that are conservative like it's and we're cool with each other like we can all openly talk about politics and just share our views and you know just be able to engage with and, to, and have a conversation but I guess that's what maybe mature people do because I've literally seen people get into an argument and like almost look like they're ready to fight each other in the streets over like who they voted for or like what their political views are and it's just it's so mind-boggling to me and then just to mm. add on to that as well I always do hate the election cycle because this is what I normally say when the election comes around it's like you know you're about to have sex with somebody and you know it's going to be bad you understand what I'm saying? Like you already have an idea, like you're going to get fucked. It's just like, how badly are you going to get fucked? Like that's like, yeah. what, that's at least what I put it to. Because at the end of the day, you got to really think about it. All these politicians, they're just selling you a dream. That's really what it is. And you just got to try to take them for your, for their word. So what I normally tell people yeah. is don't vote for the party, vote for your agenda, your own personal agenda. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I voted for NDP is as soon as Jagmeet started talking about mental health services, I'm for mental health. So I was like, all right, bet. Like you already got me. Like that's, that's what I'm leaning towards. Cause at least from what the other parties is, and I'll be, I'll be honest and transparent. I didn't do too much research, at least this election cycle in terms of what the other parties were pushing, but it seems like a lot of the other parties are just pushing like what their stance was on COVID and how they're going to deal with like the aftermath of COVID and all that. Jagmeet was one of the only few people that actually talked about like making mental health services very accessible to people. And that's what I find Mm. very important to me. And on top of that, apparently it might take $20,000 off my student loan. I'm in. (laughs) That does sound lit. Hence why I voted for him. It's interesting you bring that up because I I, like there's there's one thing that really like stuck out this election. First of all, like everyone knows this was a called election. This wasn't a natural occurring election. This was this was a called election. The last one was in 2019. Um, And then uh, Mr. Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, decided to call one. I think it was August 15th. He called one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that there's a lot of different, um, yeah, it's okay, Luke. I heard that. There was a lot, <laughs> there was a lot of different, um, you know, speculations as to like why this happened, but generally like a really like popular analysis on this was the fact that, okay, he had lost his majority, you know, back in 2019. So he didn't have that no more. And now creeping up on it, you have a lot of new faces, that are the leader, like Annemie Paul is a new face. You have Aaron O'Toole is a new face. Maxime Bernier is a new face. Mm. I know Jagmeet's been around for a while, but he's still generally a very new face um, on the grand scheme of things. So this is, this like, you know, and I, I feel like this election has been played off as if it was like, oh, it's in the best interest of everyone, blah, blah, blah. But really it's, it's, it's always... It's always a strategy. Agendas. It's always, it was always, you know, a power move trying to happen. This is Justin Trudeau's best opportunity to regain a majority. And that's the only reason why we're having he, an election. Wasn't he ahead in the pre-polls? Like, I again, I didn't really pay attention to this election too much because, mm-hmm. like, was it a little bit? I thought it was, like, was. quite a lot. Like, I thought it was, like, 20%. I think the number two, the Conservative Party, had, like, close to 16, I want to say. And then, so here's the thing, right? Like, I've, I'm going to expose myself. I am voted for the Green Party too, but that's because uh, me myself, I have had like experience in university doing debate, 
And when you do debate uh, as a part of like um, like any sort of thing, you learn a little bit more about parliaments, right? So the, the, the thing we did was British parliamentary debate. And um, they talk a lot about the writing classes. So for example, let's say an election happens and 60% of the people vote for conservative and then 40% of the people vote for liberals. The way the seats are split is actually not the conservatives get 60 seats and the liberals get 40 seats. The reality is the conservatives will actually get more than 60 seats. So it would be like maybe like 65 or 67 seats and then the liberals would get even less, even though the vote is split that way because of these specific technicalities. So in my mind, you know, like maybe this is like a negative way of thinking. I, I thought who was going to win was going to win. And I'm thinking about, you know, like whether or not, because maybe I'm, again, you know, thinking a little bit more negatively, I think the conservatives or the liberal, one of the two are going to win. And I'm like, I would rather a smaller party like the Green Party, if they can just get one more seat, like from like, let's say three seats to four seats, like that would make a big difference versus like the conservatives going from like 56 seats to 57 or like the liberals going from like however many seats to however many. Um so yeah, you know, like that's that, that's my like little like perspective. Honestly, I did zero research this election at all. Like, I have no idea what any party stand for. Um, I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go out and vote. Yeah, no, yeah, this no, is this is great. This entire just real election. Quick. I'll go for it. Sorry, sorry. I just wanted to because we were asking about it, but I pulled it up. And currently on the East Coast, results are being counted. And so far, 24 seats for the Liberals and eight for the Conservatives, and then none for nobody else. But yeah. Just to mm-hmm. uh, give you an idea of like who's ahead so far, I know it's just the beginning. Damn, I can't, the liberals are really pulling ahead this election. I, I, I mean, honestly didn't see that coming. Yeah, it's just give it some time. Give it yeah, some time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is just right to give you an idea of how it started. You know, mm-hmm. but anyway, sorry, Will, I kind of cut you off there. Yeah. Oh no, not a problem. Like what I was gonna say is, this, it seemed like this election wasn't really. I don't know if the correct term is marketed properly, but everybody I've talked to, at least like just within my circle, or just just about or just around it. I, a lot of people were just like, what, we have an election? <laughs> and like, no one had any clue. Like, it was mind-blowing. So I think, uh, I think that's also a combination of just COVID and like just maybe just people are just sick and tired of just hearing the news as well with just what's been going on. A lot of people, again, I'm just coming from my own personal circle. Like a lot of people just had no idea that we had an election in the first place. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This was unexpected. Mm-hmm. This is really, really unexpected. But, mm-hmm. you know. It was called, <laughs> and now oh. we've been called to do our duty. Oh. Yeah, and uh, just to, just to go on a little tangent here, I may be a little wild for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think Justin Trudeau aged terribly, unbelievable oh. <laughs> how awfully he he aged. Like it was wild. Yeah, how does he look? Google Justin Trudeau then and now. Don't get me wrong, handsome man, but he just aged terribly. Like if this is like the definition of white people aged like milk, this is what it is. Oh man! I'm looking this up now, and it's <laughs> he aged horribly. He did. Yeah, still a handsome guy though. I'll give him that. Like, still a good-looking dude. Every time I ask people, like, Damn. "Oh, what do you like about Justin Trudeau?" Good-looking guy. I'm not even gonna cap. He is a good-looking dude. Definitely <laughs> pulled when he was younger. Definitely was just out mm-hmm. here in these streets for sure. There ain't no way yeah. that he wasn't out here in these streets. But man, mm-hmm. he aged horribly. I thought I aged horribly. He aged horribly. I definitely think too part of it has to do with the COVID haircut that he never got rid of. <laughs> he just, he just, he's like, all right, yeah, I, I like you, I rock it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh, him wow. and Barack Obama too, man. <laughs> Yo, that presidency yeah, got Barack as well. Jeez. Yeah, awesome. Obama didn't age too well, man. You could see, you could see the difference. <laughs> you can see, like, it really hit him. It Listen, really hit man, him. It, I was, it black, it black don't crack. Obama, Obama brittled. Obama brittled. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's a so nice way of I, putting things. <laughs> I have a question because I'm curious to hear y'all's opinion on this. Mm. But you know, there's in recent years, you know, the PPC is a new party, um, right. and it's been getting like a mix of supporters here and there. Um, it's kind of difficult at this point to like really put a finger on like the identity just because it's so new you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's still a long way for it to go but you know so far the it's been attributed um some characteristics you know leaning more to the right and like pandering to those people. whatever it is you know i'm sure you've heard what you've heard so far like i don't need to give too much of an intro on it but i was just curious you know what you guys think you know is of this emerging party um, that has entered the ranks per se. Not, I don't think they're going to win, but you know, just want to. Yeah. All I can say is PPC has very bad SEO. <laughs> I, I I don't really know what the People's Party of Canada is about, so I searched PPC, and they're only the number one rank. The link link, the second link is PPC, like pay per click marketing, <laughs> and like my location is Canada, so their their SEO is absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> just because, uh, bro, that would be like the. That would okay. be the same as if you search like, like Delapo or some shit, and then it's like there's some brand named Delapo or something, or it's like that's an acronym being used by some brand, and then like that's the second link. It's like not your Facebook. Anyway, okay, I'm, 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 I'm getting on. <laughs> Luke in his, in his bag right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let me just throw in my two cents about the PBC. I think it's a group that uh, people should watch very carefully because if there's anything that history shows is like we'll always bounce back left right smart dumb like that's how, that's exactly how we always mm. go around in our in our cycle and we can kind of look to the americans as an example right like we went from obama and we went to trump and how did trump get in because trump trump talked to a bunch of people that felt like they were forgotten and i think that's what the ppc is doing as well they talk to a lot of the rural canadians like if you go into like rural canada those those are the spots where people are going to be voting for the ppc party why? Because they feel like they're forgotten by everybody else because they're not in a major city. If you really think about it, a lot of these major uh, political leaders, like I'm not saying that they didn't hit the small towns, but the majority of where they hit along their campaign trail, it was a lot of this major cities because that's where a dense population is. But again, if you are able to get at least the rural population, that's a that's a large amount of Canadians that you can get under your wing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I so sorry. I'm I'm looking at their platform. Do you guys do you guys care to hear about some of their headlines on their platform? Or PPC, go for it. Um, all right. So just running this from top to bottom in no particular order. Uh, pipelines <laughs> allowing our oil and gas industry to go. So that makes sense, you know, in regards to what you were saying, like out in the more rural areas, you know, where you know the other parties don't give them as much attention. Under allowing it to go, like it to be constructed. Uh, allowing it to grow, allowing it because you know the, the pipeline. Uh, the, yeah, there was one pipeline that got um, like rejected. That's not helping it. the rural communities. That's the exact opposite. Well, no, it's it's more so like the jobs that are created from the that. economy. Yeah, yeah, that's completely overshadowing that issue. Like we literally debated this. Like 
by by putting this as an economic issue that's completely ignoring the problems of the like rural communities okay well that's like we can get into that in a bit like, i'll go through the rest of the list as well um indigenous issues a new relationship based on mutual respect very vague but you know it's it's there at least it's a at least it's a topic um i'm pretty sure all of the the major parties have have this as a as a flagship or whatever it is um internal trade getting rid of interprovincial trade barriers um it does make sense it's, it's very focused around uh, i guess canadian economy um housing cooling down an overheated market i'd like to learn more about that maybe um firearms this is an interesting one respecting legal firearms owners and targeting criminals that one's interesting interesting um Equalization, fairness for all provinces. Okay, COVID policy, a rational approach that respects our rights and freedoms. Um, healthcare, given provinces the incentives to deal with wait times and rising costs. Holy shit, there's a lot. Uh, I'm just gonna go through more like the, but okay, the this one's interesting. Global warming and environment, rejecting alarmism and focusing on concrete improvements. Um, and then there's a couple other here about veterans, Canadian identity, ending official multiculturalism, preserving Canadian values and culture, ending open border policies, prioritizing persecuted groups, and reducing overall levels of immigration and prioritizing skilled immigrants. Um, in a nutshell, this is what their platform is. So, yeah, sorry, I ran through a lot, but was there anything that stuck out? Ooh, at least to me, the the guns the guns issue that definitely stuck out to me, and then the whole, also it's the skilled immigrants as well. I wanna I wanna understand what they consider a skilled immigrant. Like what what does that exactly mean? I'm gonna click on the learn more. You guys can. That's wait, sorry, this. just because yeah. I'm sorry, I'm being distracted right now because I'm also reading the PPC. Because I again, I have, I had no idea. Like I didn't even know this party was founded in 2019. That's pretty crazy. Like. Uh, and again, as a marketing person, this is why it's so important to check multiple sources. Here, under con, under um, climate change and like targets, the summary for PPC is this: the PPC rejects the science of climate change and will reverse all significant government policies aimed at reducing emissions. And this is by the Globe and Mail. So, like what you're reading and what this is reading is like saying, like kind of completely different things mm -hmm. no like this is literally saying they don't think climate change is real and they're going to reverse <laughs> all government policies aimed at reducing emissions yeah because that word alarmism like stuck out to me i was like what the hell does that mean yeah, yeah you should okay. be alarmed <laughs> you, you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very honest and again like i i want to i want to i want to put forward like i haven't done enough research to make a definitive statement but off the headlines you said to me it sounds like they they don't have a definitive stance on anything. Mm -mm. Like they want to capture a lot of different things that are, you know, really cool, different, interesting, and things that specifically certain very targeted demographics can relate to very heavily. And they might vote for them just on that one thing. Like gun owners, they might vote for you just on that one policy, ignoring everything else. But when you kind of put the whole picture together, it doesn't really sound like it makes a lot of sense, at least from my high level like perspective. Like a lot of those things you're saying, it doesn't seem like it connects. Like some things are extremely specific. And then like you get to like climate control and it's like, 
like going against alarmism like what does that mean right it's like the funniest one was equalization fairness for all provinces it's like what does that mean like what does that mean does that mean you're going to tax ontario heavily so that other provinces can you know get up to the same economic status like what like what does that mean like different provinces are inherently different i think and you know this is not to piggyback too much off of will's point but i think he did get it pretty right when uh talking about like the type of people that this party is targeting um Mm -hmm. you know it is very much so the undecideds you know that (laughs) were such a wild card in previous elections this new yeah instead of letting you know those voters go to either party or just not vote in general this party i think at least was kind of created to capture those (laughs) and kind of create an identity for them almost and this is why it, it, it like this is it seems like a bit of a mess to us maybe we agree with these maybe we don't we're not really here to debate that i guess or we could i don't really care but you know it's more so um to kind of go over the fact that i think that there's an identity being built for this party it's still in the early stages mm. and i think in the early stages of a party the people have a real big chunk of power when it comes to deciding what that demographic is going to be. Over time, it gets leveled out. I think over time, you know, the party kind of takes control over what they want when they get more power. But in the early days, it's really like, who can we get? The undecideds. Who are the undecideds? They clearly like all of this stuff because this Mm. is stuff that's not being addressed in this particular way through the other parties from what I've seen at least. Yeah, no, that's fair. I was I was going to ask a question in relation to voting and I stayed out of this conversation because I'm not Canadian and I'm not going to you know let my opinions because guess what? It doesn't matter. I can't do anything about it. All right. But I would I would ask. I mean, when I left Nigeria, I couldn't vote. I, I would say as a little kid, uh, like, you know, I always wanted to vote. And then like I stopped kind of caring along the way. So like my question would be like, do you guys would you guys vote? if like you didn't have to and i guess you don't have to so it's like like what like i like i guess like my kind of question is like yeah like like why do we vote because i know like right before everyone spoke about whether they voted in this election like i think all three of you actually mentioned oh i did my civic duty and i'm like why'd you guys have to mention that and like you know it's like is that the reason you voted because it's like a a civic duty or like like so like in that sense i don't know if that kind of illuminates the question but i mean but. we could we could also be lying you know that's <laughs> <laughs> true but i'll be lying here <laughs> but let me just uh yeah let me start off with this like i think um i said civic duty because i do feel like there is a sort of an obligation as being a canadian citizen to sort of be a part of canadian suffrage so like being mm-hmm. a part of the political system and also i think there was also that combination of like the social stigma if you don't vote as well as well, that was sort of uh, attributed with uh, my my voting as of today. Because let's keep it a buck. Like for some reason, politics is like a very hot button topic for a lot of people. So yep. I feel like uh, if I said, "Hey, like I didn't vote," like I feel like I'd be I, a lot of people would be in my face, and I'd be getting into constant arguments with a lot of people. So yeah. I just mm-hmm. did what I had to do to sort of uh, get 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 us get over it. They like yeah. voting. No, not really, because I had to wait in a long ass line, but I just did it because I had to. <laughs> you know, True. that's I, I'm really glad you said that too. Because mm. first, right off the bat, I want to say like I don't care if you voted or not. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a shit. You know, you do what you need to do. 
I will say I think voting is important, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm not one to kind of project my beliefs onto you like that. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to say right off the bat. I So with that being said, I think that there's a lot of parts of the world that don't get the, the privilege, I guess, of voting. You know, like there's just their decisions are made for them. And I know this this could be poked at in so many ways. You know, there's so many debates over how our governments run. Like, I'm not really mm-hmm. here to debate that too much. But at the very minimum, you have a voice. You have an opinion, and that opinion yeah. is counted, and it's counted on. So, you know, uh, that's why I think it's important to vote, you know, because you have the ability to do something that a lot of places are not as privileged you know, to be able to do. Um, But with that being said, you know, like, I I, again, I don't really like care to hold my beliefs over other people. You don't have Mm -hmm. to vote if you really, really don't want to, you feel that strongly about it. I'm not going to think you're a worse person because of it. Um, The reason why I voted is partially because of what Will said. Yeah, there is a massive social stigma against it. Um, And two, it's just like, I don't like when people complain you know, about things that they kind of had a hand in. So whether it be like, oh, your party gets in, you know what I mean? And then you complain about all the shit that they do. Um, well, that's kind of like counterintuitive. But, you know, in, in, in the same vein, it's like you didn't vote, but yet you're complaining. All right, well, <laughs> at least if you vote, you have some claim to the gripes that you have. You know, it's like you, you're complaining, but you didn't do anything about it. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Where it's like voting is literally the least you can do is you just go put a ballot in they count it or they don't you don't go fuck because you just submitted it and you don't know what happens to it afterwards really so if it's the least you can do do that before you kind of start talking shit that's kind of this is your entry ticket to talk in politics you voted it's true and luke why did you vote Honestly, like it's it's kind of the same reason as Ario, right? Like I don't think any loss of you if you vote don't vote, but if you don't vote and then you're complaining about who gets elected, it's like you're just really fucking lazy, you know. Like at the end of the day, right? Like I I have like an anti defeatist attitude. Like I I personally feel like it's in human like it's in the human element just to be like in any situation like. Even if I can't change the situation, I'm going to be able to change my perspective to enjoy the situation more, right? And it's like, if you're one of those conspiracy theorists, like, for example, <laughs> one of our close friends, like, they, they posted a story today, which was like, bring pens to the to the pooling booths because they're giving out pencils. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, even if you got, like, your tinfoil hats on or whatever, it's like, at least you did something, right? And it's like, even if you believe what your actions are won't change the overall influence something, well, you know you took that action and you know that you at least tried to do something, right? So at the end of the day, like, I, I, I truly believe, like, you know, you don't vote, that's fine. But if you don't vote, like, don't fucking complain. Hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think I that's a great way. I kind of want to <laughs> ask you, like, uh, in terms of, uh, like I understand like you have your certain views on voting. So like what what can you expand upon like the whole lobbying situation? Like what do you mean like like are you saying there's more power behind lobbying or than rather than voting? I think it's just like this general idea D, right? Where it's like, oh sorry, I I, I don't know who you're asking. Well, <laughs> oh, my uh, this was to D. This was to D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I was I was just like I, I just reside in the oh like money makes the world move. 
And yeah. like, I think voting is powerful. Don't get me wrong. I just, uh-huh. I just think it depends on who's voting. Right. And, and that's where my, my whole lobbying thing like comes in. Yeah. It's like, you know, like that's, that's really all it is for me. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, voting is, is like, it's, it's, I think it's needed. And I think the, the reason why voting is important, like Arya touched on is why is people believe their voices are being heard. Right. And in yeah. the sense, like the belief is enough to <laughs> keep people going. But I do think like voting actually works. Right. And in terms of, I guess, the way voting works now, are there ways that it could be improved? One thousand percent. Right. We like I believe we all like we all we're all with that. But like, I just believe like, you know, like, yeah, no, your vote counts. Obviously, it does. But like, you know, the people that actually vote like and this is not no conspiracy. Like this is not like we know, like companies like they're like yo let's get this tax break let's get this we will push for this one we will form a super pack we'll pay for your campaign contributions like this is not something that's you know too far-fetched like too conspiracy theoretical it's like it's it's kind of things like in front of us like campaigned so it's just like oh like I, I feel I'm not in the position to do this yet. So it's like when I am in the position to vote, like I would hope that I can like financially back my vote and, you know, like contribute like significantly to that. So that's kind of like just, I'd say where I stand and, and lobbying does touch on that. It's just kind of uh-huh. backing your vote with like cash to make sure like it actually, but like, yeah, that's kind of. Okay. Yeah. The reason why I asked is like, I remember when I dropped the ballot in the box, I was just like, man, like what if this is all just cap? Like they just like, <laughs> like they really just throw out all our votes and maybe there's like some rich like elite people that kind of just choose our leaders for us and then we just we're just under this facade of like yeah, well, yeah. You know what i mean like i don't know that just like ran yeah. into my mind so i just wanted to see uh, your stance there <laughs> yeah I, I would say like there there are some rich elite people but like it's not as far like you know we love to romanticize things shout out to hollywood but like, you know, it's, it's usually not as far fetched as like, you know, some people sitting in a living room or like in a, in a boardroom, like saying like you, you are the next prime minister and like we have chosen <laughs> you. <laughs> like it's nothing like that. It's just, you know, <laughs> same way. Like, cause like, you know, like a lot of us, like rightly said, like we didn't like do research on any of these policies, you know, it's like, we're just, you know, we had our own motivations, but there are people like these policies are actually there for people to read. Right. Like, I mean, not necessarily geared towards us. Right. But like talking investments and all that shit, it's geared towards a certain group of people. Right. And those people like, you know, they have money, right. Talking pipelines there, like, you know, you'd imagine Alberta will put a bunch of money into that candidate. Like, you know, it's not, it's nothing like too crazy. Like I'm not like, that's, that's just where I'm with it. And yes, like, you know, it's, not necessarily elite, I'd say like companies and leaders and, you know, in terms of like export, like we're talking skilled labor here. Like, I don't know, GM might, you know, lobby for like a liberal and say like, yo, we want like more skilled, like more immigrants coming in to just work in our plant and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll you know, donate 200,000 to your campaign. You know, this is like not too, too wild, not too far-fetched, but yeah, just kind of like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, D, like, I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, that type of lobbying. And again, like, if you put your tinfoil hat on, like, the statement means nothing. But like, from a public standpoint, it's illegal. So in the US, like, the policy is actually, and it, and it is actually open that, like, come up, uh, parties can accept private funding. But in Canada, at least public facing, you know, non tinfoil hat shit, it's like, that's illegal. <laughs> Like, so like, uh, like the conservative party can never take money from Ford. They can never take money from like the oil companies. They can never take money from that. 
Mm. You know, obviously, if you want to be like, oh, but like so and so was seen flying out to so and so's mansion, and then you know some <laughs> shit like yeah, like yeah, you know maybe that happens, but like at least publicly speaking, you can't actually be funded that way. It's always public funding. I was gonna say yeah. unless you're SNC Lavalin. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know about uh, them as well. Man, you know, just think- you mentioned. Sorry, Go. okay, no, sorry. I was, I was just gonna say you mentioned like the billionaires sitting behind the desk. If I was a billionaire tomorrow, <laughs> Green Party would be announced winner. That would be it. Global warming would be done. <laughs> no, you yeah. wouldn't, Ari. How's that gonna benefit you? <laughs> well, you know, because. I'm a good person, all right? I'm a oh, fucking good person. <laughs> right, no, and we'll, that's why you're not a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> We need billionaires like Aria. <laughs> we need more people like Aria around here. But what I was going to say is I'm just so curious. I'm just like, I wonder what just goes through these politicians' head. Like when they're like just right. Reg- because if you really think about it, they're just regular people. But they're just, they're mm. out and about. And like it's either they're really hated or they're just loved. Like I'm so just I'm very curious on like what walk what goes through their mind half the time. Like it must be stressful. It has to be very stressful to be a politician. Why anybody would want to oh, be yeah. a politician is beyond me. I have no clue. Maybe there are a lot of psychopaths or sociopaths within like all these politicians. I have no idea. But I just don't understand why anybody would go through that type of hate. Seriously. I, I mean, really, well, I really, is that is that a fact or is that the psychology lobbyists <laughs> telling you that? <laughs> you know, it is it is stressful for sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I definitely think that these politicians who made it, you know, this far, you know, in their mm-hmm. career, definitely wanted to do it for a long time. You know, there's there's no way that you, I, I I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think uh-huh. there's any way that you become the president or prime minister of a state, you know, just off a whim. You know, this is something that you obviously have to work for. There's a lot that goes behind it. With that being said, um, when they're face to face with it, do they really want the job? Do they not? Who knows? But even if they didn't, I think they would be too far gone at that point. Yeah. I just think that it's at that point in their career, you know, like just think about how much is riding on their shoulders. And that is ultimately what, like, you know, like maybe at that point they can't even make decisions for themselves, you know, just Mm because there's, when you live your life to public service, you know, you kind of give away some autonomy in that Mm -hmm. regard because as humans, our views change, you know, like we get older, we change, you know, we, we think different things, but you know, someone who's been working in the same party their whole life, by the time they're a certain age, it's like, they just have to upload, uphold, you know, that party's beliefs, that party's values, you know? So it's more so just like, um, it's more so just like a vessel rather than them themselves as, as, as a politician, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I think you touched on. Go for it. I was going to say, I think he touched on it. At least I agree there in the sense like, you know, like we all grew up saying, oh, I want to be, I don't know, like I want to be a president or prime minister or governor or premier. And like, you know, it's a noble thing. Right. And like some people were lucky enough to at least get a foot in the door. And I think like, you know, once the foot is in the door and people, you know, like, you know, subscribe to you. I think it's usually just, uh, oh, I just got to, <laughs> I got to keep this going. Like, you know, it's them that keep you going as opposed to you that keeps going. I don't know. So I subscribe to Aria's answer there. 
Mm-hmm. It really reminds me of just the rule of 10. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but like the way mm. it works is like if you're within the pocket of either four people will hate you, four people will like you, and two people will be on the fence about you, you will do fine. Mm. You will do 100% mm. fine. And yeah, I think that's how most politicians are. Majority rules. Majority rules. I love, the, I love the rule of 10, man, because it's like, mm. oh, okay. I don't, I don't want to say this because I feel like it's going to okay. dive into like another topic because it's like I always feel like the modern society strives to be gray. And what I mean by that is Mm. like, there's this whole like notion and agenda nowadays to be like, I want to be liked by everybody, but that in itself just makes no sense. Cause like, I think like if, if you're a person who stands for anyone, like I, okay. Okay. Let let, let me pull back. I would say this, like when I show someone a project I'm working on, I only want one of two reactions. I either want like, yo, I really love this or I actually just want a lot of hate. Like I want someone mm-hmm. to be like, do you really think that'll work? Like, have you thought about this? Like, how, will that be financially viable, et cetera, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I say something and they're just like, oh, that's cool, then it just didn't matter. Like that idea, that project, whatever that was, it just didn't matter, you know, at the end of the day. So I feel like the rule of 10 kind of covers that, right? Because it's like, if you are the type of person who lives in a way that, you know, like you actually have your own independence, you have your own personality, you have your own stances, like some people will hate you just because, you know, they don't agree with what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you, that, that whole like gray area, it reminded me of this quote. Um, it's like, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why people take sides. It's just like a big personal motivation behind it because they feel like they can just be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. And look, uh, while we're just on the topic of politics, look, I'm going to say this on this podcast with the way politics is, are going. And I'm just going to say this right now within our lifetime, within our lifetime, I promise you, Drake is going to be prime minister at some point in time <laughs> during our lifetime. It is going to happen. I am not lying. Bro, the way all these celebrities have infiltrated. <laughs> the the like the field of politics. I promise you, at some point, I don't know when. We'll be like maybe in our sixties. I have no idea. He's gonna be prime minister, <laughs> and we're all just gonna what look party? around and try to figure out. That's actually a what good party? question. What party would Drake rep? Honestly, I could see him like actually <laughs> opening up his own party. Yeah, OVO, yeah, like OVO or something, and everybody yeah. would vote for this. I'm sorry that I, uh, I'm sorry that I'm bringing this like last minute, but I swear, I no. I guarantee yeah. you guys. At some point in time, we will see Drake running for prime minister or one of these celebrities. The weekend, Justin Bieber, who knows? I'm saying just have like a Drake crazy campaign. All he needs to do is wait till like dudes our age are like 30 and like, you know, care about stuff. Like, yes, like they're already like lining up at like the OVO, like, you know, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what the OVO thing is. They're lining Dude, up there you anyways. Know, it's, it's easy money. Drake just says, yo, show me a ballot of your vote. Free beanie. It's over. <laughs> That's it's what I'm over. saying. It's over. Everyone's going to be, all the other politicians are going to be scratching their head and they'll be like, well, shit. <laughs> and look, I, after Donald Trump's presidency, I am like, anything is possible. I really do believe anything is possible in this lifetime. So look, I'm saying this on this podcast. I genuinely do believe at some point in time, we will see Drake running for prime minister. And I am not capping about this. Hey, the, the victory I'm, I'm going to make another party. Sorry? Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to make another bold statement. I feel like Drake will run for prime minister right after Kanye's president. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, that was a joke. But yeah, like, this, yo, this, also this, just this derailed. Think, think about it like this as well. Just, let's, let's, just, let's just really think about it like this as well. Imagine Drake's victory speech. It would be oh. the most wild shit ever. Like I promise oh, you, man. the party and everything, it would be crazy. I'm saying he, the he comes on the mic. Be OVO fest. OVO oh, fest. <laughs> He comes yeah. onto the mic, Wagwan fam. <laughs> yeah, Wagwan country. Wagwan Canada. Shouting. Everyone's shouting and they're clapping and they're all for him. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about? It's like Drake comes up, he's like, Wagwan for Canada. And then like the sign language person's like, uh, how do I? I he's, he's remixing his song. He's like, I was running through the six with my votes. <laughs> no, let's not start this. Let's not start this. If anything, this might be the train we ride the pod to like fucking start him right now. <laughs> oh, bro, dude. I'm telling you, bro. We'll be I'm his campaign you. managers. We'll Yo. be his campaign managers. Also, again, another another side tangent as well. I really do think the weekend should redo the O Canada theme. I really do think it'd be Ooh. more marketable. That- that lens. Wait, he'll, he'll, he'll do that when uh, when Drake runs. He'll do that when Drake yeah, runs. I promise. So? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look, what I originally said is I want I want the weekend to redo the O Canada theme. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know that would slap if you actually really think about what? the O Canada theme. That shit is trash. Nobody really wants to sing that. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah. what was like the last time any national anthem got like an update? Like mm. it never, right? That's a really good mm. point. That's a really like good point. Mm. Yeah, like someone kind of should include that in their. Someone got to include that in their campaign, whatever manifesto. Cool. Uh, cool. I'm gonna get all the hottest stars <laughs> on the new OK. Yo, and can you imagine? That would be insane. <laughs> imagine this, like every other country is just like, oh, like the national anthem, but Canada's like, oh, Canada featuring. <laughs> it's just like a long. <laughs> Love it. it would be Love crazy. It. We just get all, all right. the stars and just remix. I don't know. That's just what I had to say. That's it. Well, <laughs> you know, I think that's a great way to kind of bring this show to an end. We are mm-hmm. getting at that time, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, all of our viewers know this. It is time for community highlights. Um, so, you know, Will, this is your first time on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, but at the end of every single episode, we'll just do some community highlights. Now, not necessarily community, you know, around local community specific. This can be anything. This can be what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're eating, um, what you're watching, you know, whatever it is. You want you have something you want to shout out? Shout it out. Yeah. In terms of what I've been listening to, ooh, I actually got to pull it up right now. Just give me one second. There was an artist that I just recently got put onto, and he was actually not too bad. Uh, he would be better if I remembered him, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, shout out to uh, La Russell. I listened to Marlon Seven. He's a he's a rapper from uh, uh, I think it's Oakland, California. And uh, nice. yeah, he just had some really good tracks. So I strongly recommend anybody out there to just go check out his work. It's some pretty good shit. Awesome. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Nice. I'll go next. Uh, Yeah, I got an artist. This is actually a super old album, but, you know, just came back in and calm vibes. It's called Asha and it's spelled A-S-A. Yeah, she's Nigerian. It's kind of like a pop vibe, but it's cool. So, yeah, give her an album like it's, it's calm, good vibes, like a Saturday. You're just chilling. Like you can play her in the background and get some stuff done. But, yeah. ASA. Mm. Check it out. 
name of the artist and the album. Awesome. Luke? Um, yeah, I have uh, two shout outs. The first shout out is a couple songs from the Montero album. Um, Lil Nas X just dropped recently uh, last Friday. And, you know, I, I didn't know this, but this was his debut album. Um, and a couple songs specifically, Scoop featuring Doja Cat. Like, people of this podcast know Arya is a fucking diehard writer for Doja Cat. And you know, honestly, like, she, she grew on me after he played her so much in the car. So she's pretty awesome. <laughs> She could be a um, diehard writer on me too, man. That's how. Uh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but yeah, scoop featuring Doja Cat. Now, also shout out. Um, uh, what's this? A tale of Dominica, which is just like featuring Little Nas X. And you know, like recently, I've been I've been talking to some people, and you know, it's got me a little bit more into like my slower music phase. So I've been revisiting some. Daniel Caesar and I want to give a quick shout out to this my favorite Daniel Caesar song which I personally think is extremely underrated everyone knows oh like Japanese denim everyone knows gets you everyone knows best part but I want to shout out new roses Um, my fucking favorite Daniel Caesar song it's very weird but as Daniel Caesar says you know all the homies tell you like don't go for this person but the homies don't hold you tight late at night, bro. So, like, Daniel Caesar, I see you. I see you. I'm rocking with you. So, those are my those are my two shout-outs. You know, right at the beginning of that, I was thinking, I was like, this has to be the most, like, hipster thing Luke has ever said. This has to be New the most I, Dude, you know that's my favorite Daniel Caesar song. I, no, just, you know, it's the most underrated track <laughs> yeah, okay, let's go, Luke. I, I see what you're saying now. Hey, no i'm just playing but um i have uh, a few recommendations um as you guys know every once in a while i'll just like i won't shout out new music i'll just shout out stuff from my past um so you know like i've been doing more like past blasting you know the past few weeks um so one of my favorite rappers of all time is common um i've been dipping my feet back into his albums uh i want to recommend two off the like water for chocolate album so funky for you is the first one um first i just like really love Bilal and he's on this track but jill scott's on it too and that just like made it Mm. really really nice um and then in my opinion, what I think is like one of the best like love songs ever, "The Light" by Common. Um, so definitely, yeah, I'll put we'll put the, we'll put all the these on the playlist, um, and you know, y- y- y'all go check that out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have a few other. Maybe I'll shout them out on other days. But another one is "Flamboyant" by Big L. Um, funny enough, this song is already on our playlist. Uh, I accidentally added like an entire album to the playlist like a while ago. I didn't realize this was on it. Uh, but, you know, I never spoke about it. So now I'm speaking about it. Big L, uh, Flamboyant, and then um, this is not as not really old, but uh, Free Nationals like on their like debut album or whatever um, dropped the track with Chronics called Eternal Light. And that's just like, if you like reggae, if you like kind of the, the soul groovy shit that uh, Free Nationals has, go check it out. Um, it will definitely put a smile on your face. So with that being said, um thank you so much will for joining us it has been an absolute pleasure having you this is this has been one of our best episodes i would say uh, i'm flattered <laughs> man honestly it was a pleasure to just uh, be here and just uh 
have a conversation with you guys. Honestly, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Of course. And uh, I guess just before you go, you know, you want to you know, plug yourself, uh, say what you need to say. Oh, yes, please. For everybody out there, please come check out the Everything Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram at Everything Podcast. You can also check us out on TikTok at Everything About It. And we also got two YouTube channels. Uh, we have a Clips channel, for which is called Everything Clips. And we also got a full uh, we got a full episode channel, which is just Everything Podcast. There's a lot of things going on for the podcast. We're growing. We're meeting a lot of wonderful people like you guys. And honestly, like it's a pleasure. And I really hope uh, we can develop a great relationship, man, because I would love to have you guys back on the podcast sometime soon. Hey, looking forward to it. Looking forward to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So with that being said, um, that's all from your boy, Aria. It's been real. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with D. And we're here with Will. And until next time, one love. Peace. One love. Mwah.